Are you a coach or maybe you thought about being a coach or maybe you need a coach? Well, today I am joined by a coach. Welcome to Blair Radio, where every brand can be heard. Now, the voice behind the mic, James Shannon. Welcome to Episode 9 of Blair Radio. Today is going to be a good one because we are talking about coaching, what it is, and how you can benefit from it. Also, how can you get started if you, too, want to be a coach and make money? And I wish that I had a coach years ago when I first had the thought of starting my own business and not working for somebody else. And today's guest would have been the perfect coach for me, especially because I learned that not only does coaching help you with networking, but it can build friendships. Today's guest created a holistic life purpose to help people like you and me with unlocking our potential. She's a certified life and business coach that helps her clients find their voice and achieve their goals. She is Anine Anigate. And I'm sorry if I butchered your name. I have a, I hate when I mess up somebody's name. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> Good job. All right, great. Well, welcome to the show. I'm glad that, you, that you're here. Um, before we get into your coaching, I do want to go back to before you started coaching and when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, so many things. I wanted to be uh, a famous singer, <laughs> a famous actress, an astronaut, a teacher at some point, a doctor. I think it just fluctuated. Anything new that I found interesting and like super cool, which was everything, obviously, as a kid, I was just like, yeah, I want to do that. I'm so interested <laughs> to learn more and <laughs> see what's about. Yeah. So how did you go? I know before you were working in higher education, before finding your calling as a coach, as a coach, yes. right? Mm-hmm, correct. All right. And then how did you go from from working in higher education to getting into coaching? OK, so interesting story. Um, so I've, I've been in higher education for about 10 years. Um, my first eight years of higher education was predominantly in um, residence life, student affairs. So that's usually like the one, the people that live on campus with the students. <laughs> so high stress work, right? right. Um, living with other college kids and, you know, kind of being the one to like manage all the various aspects of what's happening within the residence life or the, the housing. Um, and so while it had its goods and its bads, it was becoming really stressful and just tiring after a while. Um, we, I, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. That's where I was raised. <laughs> that's 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 home for me. All that, that's what's in my soul. Um, and we actually moved out to Phoenix, Arizona, about a, two. It's almost almost July. We'll make it two years from now. Um, and when we moved out here, I went back into higher ed just because it's something I knew I was comfortable with. But I was starting to get that itch and like just realized that I wanted to do something more. Right. And I felt a calling to to really explore what that was. And actually, interestingly enough, I was um, pregnant with my son and I went on maternity leave. Right before I went on maternity leave, I started to do some real like soul searching, some real deep um, just exploration of like, what do I want to do? What do I see for myself next? Um, I just turned 30. Um, and so <laughs> it was like, what's the next chapter? What is it? What's that going to look like for me? Um, now that, you know, before I was, you know, kind of wild exploring, you know, 20s, young um, then I got married and I had my daughter. And then as I was getting ready to give birth to my son, I was like, I, I wanted something different. And that's kind of where the 
coaching came in because I was tired. I was also tired of working for other people, <laughs> <laughs> right? Living someone else's dream, um, you know, and recognizing that you know it's all great, but I have so much more inside of me. Um, I'm faith based, so you know, I I believe God talked to me and said, you know, this is nice and all, but I have something bigger for you. And so I really did some real work and some just a lot of reflection and found coaching and was like, oh, this sounds really great. One of my strengths is I'm really, I'm a people person. I love listening to people and listening to their stories and seeing where they're from and what their, what, what their experience has been and how did they get to where they are now? And then what's their goals? What are their future plans? What do they see for themselves? What do they want to bring and leave on this earth? You know? And so I think coaching kind of helped me do that. And, and I'm here, <laughs> I'm, I'm still on that journey and still building and still learning, but um, I don't regret it at all. It, it was a big risk, you know, quitting my job, um, taking this leap, but oh my God, it's been such an adventure. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's similar to, to my story because I feel like around the age of 30, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm getting to that halfway point. Mm-hmm. How is my story going to end? And that was the the purpose of creating this show. Just like you was to, because I love talking to people, hearing their story, where they came from, where they're at, and where they're going. So I decided to do the podcast, not coaching, because I don't know if I can be a great coach like you. So speaking of uh, coaching, can you explain what is a holistic life coach? Okay. So a coach overall, well, holistic life, um, I, I created, um, I founded, just because I'm a really big believer in that, you know, we obviously human beings are multifaceted and so holistic basically means taking looking taking a look at the whole picture and not just pieces of it right so i look at mental physical emotional and spiritual because that's that's who we are as people and as human beings and just taking a look at all those aspects and how that ties in so if there's um, an area that you want to work on let's say I do a lot of career um, coaching for people who want to, who are looking to explore different areas of their life and and they're dealing with stress from that, <laughs> trying to figure out that next piece. But yeah, okay, we've got that piece going on, but how? what's going on mentally? How's that impacting you mentally? How's that impacting you physically? How's that showing up in your life spiritually? How, are you aligned? Are you in balance? Or is there something off balance? Because sometimes that can be the, the roadblock to the success and the achievements that you're looking to make in your life. Um, and so that's the holistic piece behind it. Um, coaching is different. Um, I always try to explain this to people than therapy and um, counseling because therapy and counseling looks at the past. It looks at the trauma and things that happened to you and how to help you move past that. While as coaching is more future paced, it's about mm. what are steps that you're taking now? You know, we look at what are you doing now and what, what are your goals for the future? What do you want to do and how can we help you get there? So I know you have your 45 minute holistic life purpose breakthrough session. Mm-hmm. And is that how it begins to help somebody get to achieving those goals? Yes, 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 that's perfect. And so we call it the breakthrough session or um, most coaches call it discovery session. And it's basically just an opportunity to get to know the client or the potential client. So just ask questions about, you know, their background, their story, what it is they hope to get from coaching. Like, again, what are their goals? And so kind of implementing and strategizing ways to go about doing that and and seeing what's kind of holding them back because a lot of the times people come to coaching not because everyone has goals i'm pretty sure everyone has goals they have dreams it's how many people actually fulfill those right right um, and so the point of coaching is to help you be able to go past those roadblocks which are usually either it's something tangible like it's something that you don't think you can do because you don't have the skill set yet or it can be a lot of the times we talk about mindset, it's limiting belief. There's something holding you back, either a fear of something, right? Either a judgment or criticism, or you don't think you can do it. Um, and so working through those and figuring out where that's coming from and how can we overcome that? What are steps and, and things we need to do to help you be able to feel um, 
grounded so that you can move forward in your your goal and what you want for yourself. I know you have the goal setting coaching called Your Best 12, and this is a year long commitment, right? Yes, it's a year long. Um, it's it's called Your Best Year, and it's actually 12 months. It's um, called YB12, and it's actually, it's not mine. I don't own it, so I'm not going to take it from um, <laughs> It's not mine. I'm not going to claim it. It, it is um, copywritten. Um, it actually is, it comes from a company, um, Life and Balance um, Seminar, and they created it, and it's it's mind-boggling because it's perfect. Uh, it's a personal professional development kind of um, coaching, and you work with a coach for a full year and you meet monthly and basically it's you set a goal and we work I work with you to implement that goal but as you're doing that you're also developing yourself as a person so um, if you look at my website you'll see that we talk about stress management we talk about thinking and behaving creatively we talk about conformity what that is about the language you use and how you can better you know choose the words you're using um, in your life we talk about just various aspects to help empower you as a person so that when you're moving forward in life there's there's that sense of uh, belief and understanding in what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, we do a lot of visualization, right? How you because sometimes again, like I said, people get stuck because they they have such a grand um, idea of what they want to do, but they don't know how to implement. They don't know how to move forward. Or again, there's limiting beliefs. There's things that are keeping them stuck because they don't believe they can do it. And so right. this program helps you get through that. Um, and helps you address those things so that you can move forward and you can be successful. See, and that's something that I definitely recommend that a, a lot of people should do because I wish I would have knew knew about that a long time ago because I had I had these dreams, I had these goals that I had, and what was holding me back was I felt like my speech was a problem that maybe mm-hmm. I just wasn't good enough, and that if I would have had somebody like you in my corner to help me work through those, then I probably would have started a lot sooner than mm-hmm. now. So I think that that is really good. Rich, makes me want to go into talking about the business coaching that you do. So as business owners, what can they get out of your business coaching? So my business coaching is two parts. Um, one is I work with new um, business individuals who are thinking to go into the entrepreneur, you know, round and start their own business and just give them the framework for starting that. Right. So, you know, who's your niche? Who are the people you're talking to? What is your message? How are you setting that message out? You know, what are your marketing tools? Like, where are you going? Are you going online or offline? Where are your people located? Just the basics, just to get them kind of started. Um, utilizing, like, my experience as well when I first started. And I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still growing, obviously, and learning a lot of new, great, very useful tools and um, processes and things to do that. And so just helping, you know, people who want to do that. And especially because while I'm doing this, I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to actually network with other young individuals and um, that are looking to do that as well. I'm actually working with a young man in in Manhattan based and it's called Next Gen and they actually sponsor and help young entrepreneurs that are aspiring and want to start their own business to get that groundwork so that they can start connecting with other bigger businesses so that they can get that mentorship, which I think is amazing. And so like, that's kind of what I'm, I'm doing with my business is helping those who want to do that because that's the life purpose piece is sometimes, again, we get stuck. We want to do, like you said, all these great things and we feel that there's this impediment of some sort and right. we let it keep us from moving forward because we're like, maybe no one wants to hear what I have to say or I'm not good enough. And so helping them pass, you know, break through those barriers and recognize like, we're all here for a reason. We have a purpose. Your story is meant to be heard. It does not matter what you think. Your story is meant to be heard um, because we are, like I said, I, I deeply believe that we all, we, I know we all have a purpose and a reason here. Uh, it's so interesting. One of my clients I was working with, you know, she's growing. She wants to start her own mental health 
um, ministry because of what she's gone through. And, you know, she was, she was stuck because she was like, I don't know if anyone wants to hear. And I was like, no, God put you on this earth for a reason. He, even though, you know, you've gone through what you've gone through, that's, that's, that's your story. That's what's going to touch somebody. That's what's going to make somebody see that they're not alone, that if you can do it, they can do it. That, you know, there's a reason for all of this, right? Um, right. It gives you a drive. It gives you that passion. It gives you, that's what makes you unique and different. Because there's a billion of us on this earth, but each one of us is so unique and different. Our experiences are, our stories are. That is very true. Like, honestly, when I first came across you and I read about your story and everything that you overcame, I was like, wow, she is so young and she experienced so much that, I can't even imagine going through something like that and for you to overcome that and still be able to run your business, be a wife, be a mother. It's just it's inspiring. Your story is it inspired me. And that's why I was so glad that you agreed to come onto the show. Oh, yeah. No, no problem. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I don't mind sharing. If you go back to my page. Yeah, I I had um cancer. And I think for me, that was the breakthrough <laughs> because I was kind of I was wandering through life, kind of just doing whatever, you know, so to speak, and just kind of trying to fit, just making it through, I guess, the right doing the hustle. Right. I just got to make it through. Got my nine to five. Try to live life. <laughs> What's the next thing? Um, I call it trying to survive, which we all are doing. And I wasn't thriving. And um, cancer was kind of that wake up call, which I think when you're in a cancer bed, I mean, in a hospital bed, and you're being told, oh, you only have about two weeks left to live that kind of snaps you out of whatever funk you were in um and gets your butt moving because then you're just like all right if the if this is my last days or weeks or whatever on this earth what do I want to leave behind and I think that's what keeps me moving forward is you know when I look back I want to make sure that I'm not regretting you know I'm saying what you know I know I had this purpose and I didn't live it I didn't fulfill it because I was too scared um and so that's not what I want for myself for my kids for people that I meet and so I'm always like I know it's scary. I know it's hard, but, you know, how can we get there? Ooh, that's sent chills through my body. I can't imagine hearing some news like that. Yeah. So I know that you you wrote a guide, Five Simple Steps to Finding Clarity in Your Career. Can you go over one or two of those steps? Yeah. So the first, well, it, there's many steps, but I think the first one is to really do some um, reflection. Um, and so, yeah, we get so bought, caught up and it makes sense. You know, we're trying to survive, you know, we're trying to do that. You got you got bills. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> we all got bills to pay. We all got um, finances that we got to take care of. But I think um, just being able to give yourself clarity. If you're at that point where um, I know I was, you're burnt out, you're at work and you just, you don't feel fulfilled. You know, you have something more go- that, you know, a calling higher than what you're doing. I think you can start to explore it. Um, start to really do that reflection, do the work, because that's what I did. I actually, I, I wrote down what are my strengths? What am I good at, right? What do I love to do? What what can I do with my eyes closed without even thinking about it? Um, so that's one of the steps to take is just write down on things you're good at. What are your dreams? When you were a kid, like you, I love the way you, I love that you asked me that. What did I want to be? What did you want to be um, as a kid? Because that tells you, you know, what your dreams were before you obviously became an adult and had to like live a reality of like right we got bills we got stuff to do you can't do this (laughs) and so before that before all the world came and stomped on your dreams what was it (laughs) um and how can you reignite that light um and again you know taking baby steps i think is the point if you find that there's something you love maybe it can't be a career for you because it's just financially not it's not you know in the in the cards right now but you can do it as a side job i always help um I talk to to clients and just people in general and say, you know, maybe right now it's not a financial option, but maybe doing on the side. I have a lady I was working with and she loves interior designing, but she's, she's, she's stuck in her job because she's making good money and she doesn't want to part from that understandably enough. But I said, Hey, why don't you just do some, you know, take some classes maybe if you can free classes at a community college or, you know, just do some small things here and there volunteer, you know, somewhere to, you know, decorate someone's house or, 
I don't know, whatever, get meetup groups or something. There's so many op- opportunities and options out there that are maybe right. free and more viable to do that. So get into that maybe because that will give you the opportunity to be in that, you know, getting exposure to that which you want to eventually, I'm hoping, get to. Um, and so, you know, find there, there are always ways around that. There's always ways to, you know, just explore what that those options are and give yourself the opportunity to explore, right? Don't just jump into something, right? Being like, oh, I love to do this. Let me just jump. Because then when you're like, no, I actually don't really like to do this. <laughs> you put a lot of time and effort into it. So give yourself the opportunity. Once you've gotten down, like what it is that you truly feel called to and, and you're good at and, you, and you're really passionate about and the cause that you want to support, um, then, you know, find ways to volunteer, to donate, to to get exposure to it. And then uh, if it plays out for you, then obviously you can always transition into it eventually once you've gotten that exposure and networking opportunities to really get to, to network with people who are, who are in that industry or who are doing that thing that you want to do. Um, and then you can move from there and see how that goes for you. But it's doable. It's just, I think, again, people, a lot of people are scared. Yes. It's risk. You start this part, it's risk, right? You're, there's always that, you never know that unknown, but you just got to push through it, right? Because if you never try, you don't know. So what would you say to the person that, that has tried, they, they did a volunteer work, they wrote the list down, they were networking, and they feel like they are not getting to the goals that they set forth, and they just want to give up. So what would you say to that person that wants to give up because they're not reaching the goals that they have? That's a good question. I think what I want to say to them is those failed opportunities or those those things that look like failures are not those opportunities for you to grow and to learn. Right. Um, it's everything is about how you look at it. I use Edison, right. Tom, Thomas Edison. Uh, he, he founded the right, the light bulb. He tried, I think they said like a thousand different times. Right. And he could have at one at, at, at 20, he could have given up at 30. He could have given up. Right. I'm saying, right. He was like, I did everything. I've been trying to make this light bulb thing work, but he did it. And eventually when he was like, Oh crap, I got it working for like 10 good seconds. It worked, <laughs> but he didn't see it as failure. He just saw it as, okay, that didn't work. That that way didn't work. What's the next thing I got to do? And so it's so easy to give up. And I, I, I know failure is, you know, it's it, it can feel demoralizing, um, but it doesn't have to be because it's how you look at it. Look at, look at it as an opportunity for growth and learning because everything you do in life is an opportunity for growth and learning, good, bad, or otherwise. Because it changes your perspective on something, it changes your knowledge, it increases that knowledge, and lets you know what isn't working, right? It gives you exposure to other people. So nothing is failure unless you make it failure. Everything is a learning and growing opportunity. And so see it as that and know that maybe this isn't your time. Maybe the next year is your time or next five years. Just keep going at it. There will be fruits to your labor. And you're absolutely right. I mean, when I started out, I started out with a business where I wanted to give people money and mm-hmm. try to find a way to to help those in need. And I feel like I felt at first, but I learned different processes. I networked with people and I use the things that I learned through that quote unquote failure to help me, you know, create my, my next business and get to where I'm at today. So what you're saying is is spot on. And I think it's very important that people hear that and understand that. I have, I have listeners that tune in because they are looking for a business that they want to start. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to somebody that said, okay, maybe I should become a coach and how can they get started with coaching? Okay. Just good. So you'll get so many different responses from this. Um, I'm actually part of like a coaching uh, Facebook group and everyone has a different response to how to start this. Some people are like, you got to go get certified. Other people are like, just start. Um, and so <laughs> I think it's just unique to you. Um, I got certified just because again, when I started, I was like, Oh, I have to get certified. But now, and the certification, I mean, is good because it helped me kind of understand like the principles behind it and give me a better foundation for like what coaching is and isn't. 
Um, but at the same time, I think it's just looking at what you're good at. What is your specialty? Like, who do you want to work with? You know, what is it and how does your story play to that, right? Because usually we want to work with people who share our stories and experiences and kind of that's where we usually want to work with people and ex- go through the uh, experience that we've gone through. So I think right. figure out who it is, what group do you want to work with? You know, what's your cause again? What do you want to support? What do you want to, who do you want to touch in terms of, you know, your the impact you want to make? Um, and then go from there slowly. And I definitely think it's good to get some type of, um, whether it's mentoring or, again, a certification, depending on your financial, where you are financially, I think it's important to do that just because it gives you the framework so that you're not going out there kind of like <laughs> swimming lost, like where am I going? which way do I turn? What do I do next? Um, it's good to have that. I think it's really important to do that. When I first started, I didn't, but then I recognized I needed to. And now I have like three different coaches who coach me because I'm just like, you know, if you want to be successful, you've got to always have some type of mentor, you know, right. someone who's been through it, who's going through it or, you know, who's been successful. So because that's where you want to aspire to. Um, and so I think it's important to at least get a mentor if you're not going through the like route of going, getting certified. Um, but it's it's doable. I mean, I think they say coaching is like be growing really big now because there's a real need for it. Um, and I think like people like Tony Robinson and things have really made it big. <laughs> so so people are, um, um, try, you know, going that coaching route. But it is. I think it's, you know, if you're good at what you do, you'll you'll start to grow and you'll start to network and start to get more clients and hopefully make impact. Yeah, I think it's a huge need for coaches. I mean, to, to get one and to maybe even be one because everybody should to. Everybody should have a coach or at least speak with a coach because honestly, just having this talk with you today, I wish I had a coach four years ago. So for anybody that, that does want to get into coaching, what are some of the ways that they can make money? Like, would it be better to charge your clients per session or do you have like a retainer model and you charge um, per month? So everyone is different and sometimes it's per session, but I like to do packages. Um, I usually, I, I favor um, a three month package and I say that because any type of change you're trying to make, right? Any goals you're trying to meet, um, you could probably one session get like the nuts and bolts of it. But if you want to make lasting um, change and real and get real value, I always say like for me, I make a three three month uh, package, um, and that's usually about either six or twelve sessions, depending on if you want to do it biweekly or weekly. Um, and that's because I think that constant touch points make sure that you're keep being held accountable. Because that's usually what a coach is for too, is just the support, yes, but the accountability. Because sometimes it's so easy for us to say, yeah, I got to do this. Um, and then you get lost in the weeds and things happen. But if you have someone you're accountable to, you're like, okay, I got to get on this. You know, I know I got to do this. Um, and so that's usually why I, I keep that three-month um, package and that session making you know, so clients know that this is the reason why behind it, because I want to make sure you're successful, right? If you're paying money, you want to see results. I want you to see results. I want you to, I want you to progress. I want you to be successful in this goal. I want you to be successful in whatever it is that you're looking to do. Um, and so it's about keeping both of us <laughs> accountable and making sure we're getting you where you need to get to. Um, and so I say that. And But my thing, too, is not everyone can be coached. Uh, even though everyone needs a coach, not everyone can be coached is what I found because some people are not ready. <laughs> They're not ready to like be told, well, not be told. Cause I'm, I, as a coach, you don't tell people what to do. They, they have to either know it and do it themselves or not, but um, they're not ready to like really face some of the stuff going on and some of the barriers that they're, they, they're going to come up against. Um, and sometimes you just got to be there to kind of hold hands, hold their hand and guide them and let them know it's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, three months usually is, is my, is my go-to. And then obviously I, we can always increase it if I feel like there's, you know, more, we need more time to work on some more things or if there's more things coming up that need more addressing. Yeah. 
Now, when you say that everybody can't be coached, is it because they don't want to hear the feedback or? Mm, yeah, that's that's what it is. Um, so I've found in my experiences, there's some people who just they're not ready for the feedback. They're not in that place of to be coached. You have to be open minded. Right. Um, because. Uh, coaching isn't me telling you what to do because I can't live your life for you. The decisions you make are going to impact you, right? Um, so, you know, I can, and I don't really advise you either because that's different. That's a consultant. Um, I just share with you and I ho- help you come to conclusions that you already had within you. You knew it. It's just sometimes, you know, we get lost in, again, the world and things happen and we kind of get, you know, lost in our own heads. Um, and so sometimes there are people who don't want to hear that, I guess, they're not ready for that feedback. They're kind of living like, I guess, in denial or they're, um, you know, just more stuck in certain ways. <laughs> and so um, it's really, that's why the discovery session happens. Is It's an opportunity for me and the potential client to really have a conversation and just see what are their goals? What do they want? But also like feel it out, right? Um, the compatibility piece, because you're not always compatible with everyone. Um, and so that's important too, because coaching is an intimate thing. Um, and again, it's for me, three months, you know, I'm going to be with three months. I want to be with someone who I, we, we have good rapport <laughs> and good chemistry, not be like, Oh, I have to see you again. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to schedule a session with you, where do they go? Yeah, so my website right now, it's so funny, is oanike.com. That's my like GoDaddy website. That's my original website, but I'm actually building myself up because um, I'm starting, well, I already started, but I'm hopefully it's going to be out soon. My own podcast called Life Lessons with Coach Aminye, Um And that's going to be on actually on my, my new main uh, website, which will be my full name, onyesianike.com, because I want to start very intentionally branding my own self and my own name. Yes. Um, and because that's important. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I was listening to some of your um, podcasts prior to us having this conversation. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so I want to, you know, because again, I want to grow my, my goal for myself is to continue to grow my coaching business, continue to impact. But I also want to start, um, I'm, I'm writing a book right now and I want to speak um, on main stages internationally. And so I've got to start making my name known. Um, and so <laughs> part of that is starting to use my own name instead of my holistic life, which I started off with. Um, and so, yeah, you can find me right now at oanike.com, um, but it's going to migrate over to onyesianike.com and there'll be more great stuff coming. <laughs> All right, everybody. So if you go to theblairgroup.com slash EP9, that will take you to the show notes for this episode where you can find all of the resources that we mentioned. And also, if you click on Ayine's name or her picture, that will take you to her guest page. And that will be where you can find her new website, her podcast and any information about her book. All right. Now, where else can people find you if they're interested? Um, I have a Facebook uh, page, so you can look for me. It's at Holistic Life Purpose altogether. Um, so you can look me up there at Holistic Life Purpose or like my name, Oni. I use my short name, <laughs> Anike, um, as well. So right now I think Facebook allows you like 5,000 friends. I, I don't have all those yet. So you can find me. I'm pretty open <laughs> with that page, with my Facebook page. I'm just like, yeah, new people. I was like, friend, friend, friend. I'm like, okay, how do I know you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> but that's cool. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> All right, Oni, that means I'm going to send you a free request then. Yeah, sure. I would love, I actually was like, we were messaging and I was like, wait, I should probably add him as a friend now. Like, right? I mean, we had this conversation. We're officially friends. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was looking at your page today. And I'm like, she's not my friend? Oh, okay. I need to fix that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I will definitely reserve one of the 5,000 spots for you. 
<laughs> There's something that I found that I want to read that I thought was was really cool. It's a, a testimonial from somebody that um, from one of your clients. Yeah, sure. When I started working with Onine, I truly didn't know what to expect. She was so transparent with the process, with which helped me to trust her fully. Her expertise and life coaching style is so unique. She truly does give you her all. And it goes on to say she's just an amazing professional and advocate. Definitely sign up and get started. I have enjoyed the, my process and look forward to where I am going. And the reason why I wanted to read that was because talking to you today, I can see how somebody can be so comfortable with you and wanting to work with you. You're, because honestly, before I spoke to you, I didn't know what to expect either. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how you were going to be. And I truly enjoyed my time with you today. And I think anybody that works with, with you will just like your client has. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, James. And I, I'm hopeful, hopeful that, you know, once my podcast <laughs> soon gets up and coming, I want you to be on my show, too. I want to share your story. Oh, definitely. I, I would love to. I, I enjoy talking. So, um, yeah, just let me know and I'll definitely be on your show. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. <laughs> of course. Of course. And so I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to head over to her website. The current one, O-A-N-I-K-E dot com. Easy way for me to remember it was oanike.com. <laughs> There's a ton of information there, her story, her life, everything um, you may need to help you with your business and more. I will leave that link and more in the show notes. Thank you again, Oni. I really do appreciate it. Thank you too, James. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed that amazing interview with Ayinye Anige. And Oni, if you are listening, I want to thank you again for sharing your story and can't wait to read your book and subscribe to your podcast as well as be a guest on your show, which I'm sure is going to be as amazing as you are. All right, everybody, we have reached the end. And please do me a favor and leave a like, subscribe, leave a comment and visit the slash EP nine and do whatever you can to be heard. Listening to Blair Radio, where we turn your online whispers into screams. Learn more at theblairgroup.com. Until next time, be heard.